0: Basic Hip. Welcome to the Jazz Session. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. The Jazz Session is also available for free at TheJazzSession.com and in iTunes. Today's guest is harpist Edmar Castaneda, and in just a moment we'll hear new music from his album, entre cuerdas but first i want to remind you that if you like the record and would like to get a copy for yourself you'll find a link at the jazz session.com in the show notes for this program it's an amazon.com link and when you click on it and you buy the record or the mp3 downloads that way a little bit of the money from your purchase comes back and supports the show and uh makes me very happy so thank you very much and here's edmar castaneda Zidmar Castaneda. He is uh, playing tonight here at Tanglewood with Paquito de Rivera. Thanks so much for being here, man. Thank you very much for inviting me. So, uh, first of all, we need to tell folks uh, what you play, and uh, it's incredible th- the facility with which you improvise on it. But please describe your instrument, the harp.
1: Uh, it's an instrument that has a lot, of, a lot of strings, man. <laughs> 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 it's called the harp. Uh, this is a Colombian Venezuelan harp, and it's uh, from South America.
0: Now, what what role does it serve in in Colombian or Venezuelan music?
1: It's for folk music, música llanera, music from the plains of Colombia and Venezuela, and uh, it's the main instrument of that music. You know, it's very like flamenco, you improvise a lot, and it's very strong. Music.
0: It's, it seems like it would be a very expensive instrument for a folk musician to uh, play.
1: In Colombia, you can find, you know. Good prices for harps and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> here is
0: really. Expensive. I was going to say it must probably crazy here, yeah. right? <laughs> so, is uh, improvisation uh, a part of the kind of Venezuelan or Colombian folk? Yes, uh, but I'm more like a folk um, music,
1: not like a um, jazz or like you know different uh, uh, way of playing. You know, the improvisation.
0: Okay. Now, uh, in what I heard you playing with Paquito tonight, um, it sounded like the role you were. Taking was almost like maybe like a tres would take in in Cuban music. Um, can you talk about kind of the music that you're playing here tonight? With
1: yeah, um, the Panamericana is a, uh, a tune that he wrote, uh, trying to um, put in all together different influence from Latin America, and then I do the one from genera music, music from the plains of Colombia, Venezuela, and it's just like he gave me the chance to to show a little bit of the tradition mixed with what I do, and then. The whole group comes out and play, you know, a nice group for genera music. And it's really fun, man.
0: Now, uh, when did you uh, start taking kind of your the traditional harp playing further? When did you think, there's more I can do with this? And-
1: uh, I started at 13 when I was in Colombia, my country, uh, playing folk music. And then I came at 16 years old to United States. And that's when I met jazz. And I was like, wow, what, what is this music? And I, I got really into that. And uh, I used to play a little bit of trumpet in Colombia, so they didn't have harp for jazz. So I was like, let me just skip the trumpet to see how it is, you know. And then I graduated in college as a trumpet player. Yeah. Learned the whole thing and then just always the harp, you know. Whatever I learned in trumpet, put on the harp and just was that.
0: Is the harp? Uh, is it a difficult instrument to improvise on, just from a technical point of view?
1: Uh, yes, and um, it's very um, like this kind of harp is, is a diatonic instrument, so you have to tune in different modes. Okay. Or you can blend the string a little bit half step up. Okay. And the classical harp is you have you you have the pedals, but it's yeah usually they don't improvise on on
0: this instrument like that. So uh, with a diet this diatonic harp, are you? able to play in all keys or does it take some tricks to play in all the keys or
1: you cannot play in all keys, okay. you know. I I wish they they you know this there is a, a chromatic harp man it would be wow man. <laughs> you imagine playing playing giant steps, you know That's in, right. in in Janetta style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would be amazing man. But one day, one day someone will make a, a chromatic harp. But it's really fun, you know, it's it's actually especially because you you have to look for more stuff to take out of the instrument of the Titanic so you have to what I try to do is try to find voice, voices that is, doesn't sound too Titanic you know sure and you tune in modes you have little tricks you know to make it in
0: Oof. Uh you have a brand new album uh, Al will you talk about that
1: okay. yes uh, this is a new album Entre Cuerdas Between Strings and it's uh, the trio plus a couple um, special guests uh, John Schofield on guitar Joe Lack on vibraphone uh, my wife, the singer Andrea Tierra, and uh, Samuel Torres, percussionist from Colombia. It's a mix of, um, of uh, Latin America, Colombia, with uh, flamenco, world music, and New York.
0: Now, when you were starting to really explore jazz on the harp, was it possible for you to sit in places? I mean, I can't. I just I can just imagine you showing up <laughs> with the harp and saying, "Hey, you guys, mind if I sit in."
1: Actually. Uh, I, I, when I was in college I, I used to go to places uh, for the scarga music you know sure and then I, I was you know seeing everybody going up and playing and he said wow I want to come and play you know and and I really love Cuban music and you know Latin so I, I I brought my harp and I went to to the lead leader, uh, Nelson Gonzalez said man can I sit you know he say, what do you play I say, play the harp he said what? <laughs> do, do you have a, like a smaller instrument? Said, no, no, man. Just let me try once, and if, if it doesn't work, I leave, man. And that's it. You don't never. And then I play, and uh, you know it was great. You know it was a great, amazing experience. And then after that, they just come in, call me and to sit him and, and play with them, and that's how it starts.
0: Now, last year, I noticed when you were playing that there seems to be a pretty strong kind of spiritual or. Um uh, maybe philosophical aspect to your music. You write you write music that's more than just about having a good time. Also, you 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 communicated some messages to people.
1: Yeah, I believe uh, God gave me the gift of playing this instrument, and I, he created music. And, and you know, I just uh, like this new album. Entre Cuerdas is uh, between strings. We, between those strings, I want to touch people's heart with the love
0: of, of God. So I, just, it's, I think with music you can change the world. Now, it seems like that was something that was more common in jazz maybe in the kind of in the 60s and 70s. I mean like from the John Coltrane period through like Pharoah Sanders and Leon Thomas, the creator, has a master plan. I mean guys and Love Supreme, people who were kind of wearing their, their spirituality on their sleeves, so to speak, more, more open about it. Has it been difficult for you kind of being open about that? those topics on your
1: albums? Um, Not really. I just, you know, go and and I know God is with me and, and he always, that's what I, uh, he put me in the heart to do. You know, I want to give you hope to people and, you know, that, it's, that he's real, you know, and he can change your life and it's amazing, you know.
0: Talk about uh, your relationship with an audience when you're on stage. When I was here last year, I mean, people were just... Out of their minds, <laughs> they were just loving every second of it. Can you talk about kind of the energy that you draw from being in a live situation? I just,
1: I just go there and, and have fun, you know, and play, and you know, it's it's like a whole family, you know, like oh, you know, I play this and talk and you know, and just um, and it's great because people see it, sometimes they see the harp like a, as as a really angels music, you know. So I, I always say that you know, with uh, you can party with the angels too, you know, you can group. <laughs> So, you know, it's great to, to share that with people, you know, like you can group on the harp, you know, and have fun.
0: Talk about uh, the your regular trio, the other guys who joined you in that trio.
1: Yeah, uh, Dave Silliman is a, a percussionist and drummer. He makes, um, you know, like cajon, dumbek, percussion, and drum set at the same time. Uh, so it sounds like two yeah, two musicians. And Marshall Giggs, who plays trombone, amazing player. And I play the harp, you know, trying to play at the same time, like two instruments, like bass and harmony. So it's not a trio, it's a quintet, pretty much. Right.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> but you've like also got a really strong percussive element in the harp, too. I mean, you're keeping a lot of the rhythm. Yeah, I keep the well.
1: groove, you know, I do like a slap bass in a percussive way that is the traditional in Colombia. And, you know, the harmony, and, you know, at once. So it sounds like two instruments in one.
0: Now I have to believe that you have the first harp, trombone, percussion trio right <laughs> in the history of recorded music. I, I think.
1: Right? I don't know people that like, in the beginning when I was trying to you know get conscious and stuff. What was the, the instrumentation? Say, trombone and harp. Trombone and harp. So it's really weird, you know. Like, but it works because uh, trombone is a uh, low register, so it balances the heights of the harp.
0: Now was this a case where you said I want trombone, harp, and percussion, or were you just met these two guys and you said this works?
1: I met the guys. We play in separate groups. We uh, I used to have a septet, septet and trombone um, Marshall was playing there too. And then we, I was doing the recording, the the last one, and we were just jamming at the studio with those students and say, "Wow, this works really good," you know. Say, and then I started working from them from there with them, you know.
0: Now, how much uh, of the kind of traditional folkloric music that you grew up with do you bring into what you play nowadays?
1: Uh, that's my roots, so it's pretty much everywhere, you know, like I try to, to incorporate that and from whatever I learned in New York, you know, New York's a mix of everything. So it just,
0: those two got really mix on, on everything I do. And how does it work when you're playing with musicians who don't share that background at all. I mean, neither, neither of those guys, you know, grew up in Colombian football uh, music.
1: They love it. You know, they they really like, oh, how do you play that? You know, oh, because it's 6'8", uh, you know, everybody plays 6'. So we play in a different way, other people play in a different way. So it's really, like, oh, how do you, oh, you do this like this. And it's really to share, you know, it's really fun.
0: Now, you mentioned uh, Joe Locke is on your new record. He was here with you last year as well. How did you and Joe connect?
1: Uh, uh, we met in, in Italy, in Umbria Jazz Festival. Uh, when I saw him, I went, wow, man, I love his playing, very strong, and, you know, it was great. And then I, um, we started talking, and I always wanted to try the vibes with the harp. And we, start, we get together, and it was, you know, great. You know, the, It blends really good with the harp.
0: Now, I will tell you a little story because I have known Joe for years, and I was here (laughs) last year and talking to him backstage, and I said – I asked him the exact same question. How did you and Edmar hook up? And he said, well, I was at Umbria, and a guy said, you got to go check out this harp player. And he said, no, come (laughs) on, man. I'm not going to go check out a harp player. (laughs) And uh, he said, finally, the guy – no, you got to go check out this harp player. And so he went and he saw you, and he said he was just blown away. It was not – not what he thought at all. So uh, the the feeling is mutual. Yeah, yeah He no, said he really. It loved was it great, and then it, it was
1: like, wow, we want we have to play together, you know. And then he came out this concert and some other ones. it was a great experience. Do you think
0: playing such a unique instrument does it make it harder or easier for you, kind of career-wise, just from a really pragmatic standpoint?
1: Uh, I think both, because uh, easy because people wanted to know, you know, and like it's like new and people. And and it's something that someone has tried on, this instrument. At the same time, it's difficult because, you know, some people doesn't know know about it. So it's like harp, like, you know, like, oh, no, no harp, you know. But after that, you know, it's it's like, wow, yeah, yeah, bring the harp.
0: (laughs) Are there, uh, are there some kind of standout moments that you've had so far, some, some concert experiences you've had that you've thought, man, this is one I'm, I'm going to remember for a long time?
1: One of them is here, you know, at, at this beautiful hall here in Tanglewood. It's, it's amazing, you know, this, the acoustic, the, the vibe, the people, the, the whole team. And um, pretty much every, everywhere I go, I was learning, you know, share time. And then um, last year, you know, I went to, I was playing for 16,000 people in the stadium. You know, it was like, wow. And Where were, was that? That was in Texas. They were, uh, it was a big church. Wow. They were just singing to God. So I was like, wow, man, it's amazing. That was one of the amazing things, too.
0: Now, are you going to be touring in support of this new record that you've got out now?
1: Yeah, we just came uh, a month uh, in June. Okay. And and now we're going to start looking uh, on the next year, on the beginning of and
0: where did you go in June? Where were some of the places that uh,
1: you uh we went to Baltica Jazz Festival, North Sea, went some concerts in Spain I and mean, we stayed like two weeks in Italy playing in festivals too. That's it was great. great. Oh, Actually we cool. went to with my uh I say my new road manager. That is uh, I just my wife and I just have a, a baby of three months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we took it on the run and it was really fun, man, you know. And she
0: makes the schedule, right? she's the one yeah. <laughs>
1: Marsha said, talk to my manager. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are there any people uh, that are kind of on your dream list? Like, I would love to play with this person. Is there anybody on that list for you?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much what Life of God gives me, like, the opportunity I would love to share with anyone, you know. it's Sure. You know, it's, I think everyone, yeah, you, anyone that, you know, comes, I would love to, to share this
0: well uh, the new album is incredible I have uh, heard it many times and I'm really digging it thank and, you uh, I, I wish you all the success in the world and I thank you for taking the time no thank you very much to you man thanks a lot Edmar Castaneda from his album Entre Cuerdas. You've been listening to The Jazz Session. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, mp3 downloads, and more. Every episode of the show is available for free at TheJazzSession.com or in iTunes. The Jazz Session has an email mailing list, which is a great way to win free music. You can sign up at TheJazzSession.com. If you're on Facebook, there's a group for the jazz session, and I use that to give away music, too. The theme music for this show is by the Respect Sextet online at respectsextet.com, and they are performing in and around New York quite often these days, so check out their website, respectsextet.com, for more information. Thanks also to Dave Vrabel, who designed the show's logo, and if he turns out to be performing in and around New York, I'll be sure to let you know. The Jazz Session is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivative Works 3.0 United States License. Amen. And as always, thank you so much for being here. It's great. Uh, This is the day before Thanksgiving where I am, so uh, if you're celebrating Thanksgiving where you are, I hope you have a great time and uh, enjoy your time with your family and hope things are going well for you wherever you are and you have things to be thankful for. Please support live jazz. That's one thing to be thankful for wherever and whenever you possibly can. And then come back here for another conversation about jazz on the jazz session.